Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to these encore episodes of the five-part series, Fresh. Make sure that you take a listen. Even if you've listened to them before, I listen to them again, and they are worth hearing in a fresh way. So wherever you are today, maybe you're like me and you're on holiday. Maybe you're at your house and you are in a dark time. Maybe things have grown stale and you're not quite sure what is all this going to look like if you decide to continue moving forward with God. Well, I want to encourage you, listen to these Encore episodes in a very fresh way. Give a fresh ear to what God is saying to you. I love you all. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCready. Check out these few episodes entitled Fresh, because we need to make sure that though we are glad for the historic the significant, the important, the groundbreaking that has come to our lives and our history with God in the past, we want to make sure that we are staying with Him in the fresh, that which has uh, the future within it that is enterprising, that which has not been previously known or even used. We want to stay with God, living off every word that comes off of His mouth, just like Jesus did. We need to be grateful for the history, but we must be with him in the fresh. So take a listen to these episodes entitled Fresh, and as always, I pray they will provoke you to go deeper with him. All right, let me see if I can do this today. (laughs) I have so many thoughts going on, but this is on fresh confidence. Philippians 1.14, and Paul is writing, and he says, and also most of the brethren have derived fresh confidence in the Lord because of my chains and are much more bold to speak and publish fearlessly the word of God, acting with more freedom and indifference to the consequences. There's also a scripture, uh, I'm sorry, a translation of this scripture that reads that the brethren were waxing confident by my bonds. Philippians 1.14 in the King James Version. And many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. So let me just see if I can encourage you in this today, is there is fresh confidence that can come to us, fresh confidence in the Lord that can come to us because we see how he keeps others in their day of difficulty, their day of persecution, their day of adversity. And we are watching them tap into their grace for their life. Now I want you to watch this. 
When you are watching someone else live through something and they've tapped into the grace of God for them, the very ability of God to live in their set of circumstances, to live in what is on their path as they follow the Lord. This is not for wrongdoing that Paul is in chains. It is for staying in his specific assignment with God. Therefore, there is a grace for everything that he will face. So when we watch others and they are in their time of pressing difficulty because they are going with the Lord, then we may be amazed and say, well, how are they doing that? Because we start trying to picture ourselves in that set of circumstances and we can't see ourselves being able to walk in that kind of grace. Well, that's because you don't have grace for their life. You have grace for your life. But when you watch someone else tapping into the grace of God for their life, it can birth fresh confidence in you, in the Lord. Not in your ability, not fresh confidence in your friend, but fresh confidence in the Lord. And Paul was there because he had spoken boldly. And it says, that then others were then encouraged and had fresh confidence. They waxed confident. There was a deep increase of confidence for them to do the same according to what God was giving them. You see, I'm reminded when I read this of this young man, Stephen, in the scripture, that Paul was, when he was Saul, before his coming to Jesus, He was in the crowd when Stephen was being stoned. He was actually holding the coats for people as they stoned Stephen. Obviously, giving his hearty approval of them picking up the stones and uh, making sure they could get in a good shot. But what did Saul, who would one day be Paul writing this, What did he witness in Stephen in that moment that I am of the belief planted something so deep inside of Saul that on the road to Damascus, it broke open and forever transformed him as he met the Lord himself. The same one that Stephen spoke to while being stoned, Paul, Saul at the time, Saul heard Stephen speaking to the Lord, a bold speaking to the Lord himself. It says the Lord stood up as Stephen was being persecuted, as Stephen was being stoned. Now, when we have bold speech like this, Either we will focus on the fact that there is spirit and life inside of the words we speak when we are on assignment, and they leave a deposit inside of people who on that particular day may be applauding those who are stoning us, but we will have the last word because the Lord is the Alpha and Omega, is Stephen, if you will, had the last word on Saul and on those who persecuted him. Because as he went down, and let's don't romanticize this now, this was brutal, all right? This was revealing the wickedness of man in the very stoning of Stephen. So you've got to remember, 
Oh, Jesus, got to remember, are we going to be the proving ground for everything we preach? Jesus was the proving ground for all he preached. Stephen was the proving ground for all that he preached. Be a lot of us that would go silent if we really understood that what we say could actually be lived out in our own bodies, in our own beings, to give witness that this gospel that we have preached, that man is wicked apart from Christ, it is so true because as we simply share the truth in love, now make sure it's in love, that there are those who would want to kill you for doing that, for simply speaking the truth in love. So now I want you to think about this. Now Paul is here saying, I am now being persecuted and I have boldly spoken And it is going to be fresh confidence in the Lord for others who are witnessing me the same way it eventually and ultimately was when I witnessed the bold, fresh speaking of Stephen, even as he was being stoned. Do you see, my friends? Do you understand what we're being prepared for? The freshness of God, fresh confidence today, waxing and increasing in confidence, not Oh my goodness, Paul has been uh, imprisoned for speaking. Let us shut up and be quiet and never speak again because we wouldn't want that to happen to us. No, who does want that to happen to them? Nobody does. Nobody's signing up for that. But if that is a part of staying on assignment with the Father, because that's what Paul says here, that they began to publish fearlessly the word of God, acting with more freedom and indifference to the consequences. I recognize the consequences. But as I exercise my freedom, I find I'm also somewhat indifferent to the consequences. The freshness, my friends, of what God is getting us ready for. I don't even know if I can find a fresh word to describe it. Because as I'm telling you this, I understand, uh, you know, this could be true in my life, in your life. Fresh confidence, everything from God, fresh, fresh confidence in the Lord. Is the Lord takes care of those who belong to him. Watchman Nee makes the statement, the Lord takes good care of those who let him. Paul continued to let the Lord take care of him, even though he was imprisoned, because he said, everybody's going to know that my imprisonment is actually because I am the love prisoner of Christ himself. Men can think they have imprisoned me, but uh, they may have physically put me inside of here. But the reason I've ended up here is because I am, if you will, the love slave. I am in the most glorious bondage that there is to the Lord Jesus, and because I did not separate myself from him, as he did not separate himself from me, and I've stayed with him, that's that's how I got here. And so, if you will, I'm in this man's prison, is because I'm the prisoner of Christ himself, and I won't come out of that cage. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. There is a cage, my friends, that is your greatest place of freedom. Don't let the word cage, don't let it make you stumble. There is an enclosure. Oh, the old saints would call it the hive, the sanctuary, the private place with him. 
No man can get inside that. You put me in any cage. I pray that right now as I walk about freely, that I am sowing to the Spirit and sowing to Him, that if one day someone thought they needed to lock me up, that I would be in the greatest depths of my freedom possible inwardly. My friends, you can't romanticize this. You can't, you can't pretend this. You see, with what's coming, we're not going to be able to pretend calm. We're going to need fresh calm. We're going to need fresh confidence. We're going to need everything fresh in the days to come. And when we see the brethren who went before us, if we receive the baton from them for our hour of history, what makes us think that we would go through anything different? Now, you might not be put in a physical cell, a physical cage, a physical prison, but I would venture to say to you that there are those who want to shut you up, cause you to live on very small territory. Hmm? We've got to know the real true freedom of deep within, and then we can walk freely about wherever we need to through whatever circumstances. I want there to be fresh confidence quickening in you today in the Lord, that those who go with the Lord, he takes good care of them. That doesn't mean that there will never be anything that happens to us. That's craziness. That is total craziness, which is what Paul says. And he goes on in Philippians 3. You can read it, uh, you know, I'm sorry, in Galatians 3, in the in the uh, Message Bible. He says, what kind of craziness is this, that you think you started by the Spirit, but you're going to finish by the flesh? These guys began in the Spirit. They finished in the Spirit. There was an enlarging that came to them of the capacity that God had put within them. Are we in fresh confidence today when we see others living through the consequences of them staying and abiding with the Lord? What does it cost? Has it cost you friendship? Has it cost you under, being understood? Uh, has it cost you connections? Has it cost you speaking engagements? Has it cost you... What, what, what has it cost you? Hmm? Have we seen his value? Hmm? Hmm, that's another episode. <laughs> So let me read this scripture again. Philippians 1.14 Actually, I think I'll start in verse 12. It's a very uh, special scripture to me, Philippians 1.12. Because the very first time that I think I spoke publicly after becoming born again, I believe it was uh, in May of 1988, this was the scripture that God gave me, that every bit of my circumstances was really for the furtherance of the gospel. But Paul says, Now I want you to know and continue to rest assured, brethren, that what has happened to me, this imprisonment, has actually only served to advance and give a renewed impetus to the spreading of the good news, the gospel. Verse 13. So much is this a fact that throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest here, my imprisonment has become generally known to be in Christ, that I am a prisoner in his service. 
and for him. And also, verse 14, most of the brethren have derived fresh confidence in the Lord because of my chains and are much more bold to speak and publish fearlessly the word of God, acting with more freedom and indifference to the consequences. My friends, we need everything that God is pouring out. We need fresh confidence in the Lord. As we look around the world and we see our brethren truly, truly staying with him and going forward, truly being willing to be mocked, ridiculed, applauded, flattered, criticized, deserted, abandoned, whatever the case may be. But let it be, my friends, because we have simply remained with him. And I pray that whatever circumstances we are all in, as we follow the Lord, as we stay with him, real true discipleship to follow him, don't try to imitate him, follow him fresh, fresh, fresh following of the Lord, is going to bring us into great wide open places. You come in through that narrow way into wide open places and we will move freely about wherever we are, whatever we're doing. And many will come to know him. This is how Stephen impacted Saul, who then became Paul, who then impacted the world. Fresh confidence, my friends, in the Lord. I love you all. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.